Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to The Wind Up. A weekly recap show where we, Sean Philip Naylor and Maya Crifone, go over the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. We'll be discussing all of the events from each week's episode leading up to the finale. And having a cheeky vino or two as we do it. And cheers to this episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Wind Up, the Cap podcast where myself, Sean Philip Naylor, and the always glamorous and gorgeous Miss Maya Crafone, uh, recap the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. You can follow us on Instagram at thewindup underscore pod. You can follow this gorgeous creature over on Instagram at Maya Crafone with an F, not a PH, because sing it with me now, listeners and viewers. With a with the F is F's. oh wait, no, I fucked that right up. With a PH Crafone. <laughs> and you can follow this hot mess at Sean Philip Official because one day he might be an official person. And we're off to a great start. This is gonna be a great episode. There's a lot of there's a lot of content. Ah, oh, it's been a minute since I saw you. How was your drive home? Yeah. <laughs> I was in the car with two vegans. How do you think it was? It was lovely. <laughs> no cheese or meat for you. No meat. I'm okay with no cheese. Depends on wait, is the cheese on the no. meat? No, you need the cheese. Oh, I'm being sexual. Oh, oh. yeah, no. No, I, I, that's the one and only time I like my hot dogs dairy-free. Uh, <laughs> great. Note this to is self, real, this don't is... throw your head back, Sean, because of the previous conversation that you and I had off air. Um, this, this is going to be a great conversation <laughs> tonight. Oh, oh, but do you, so did you at least enjoy coming to trivia? I did. So, dear viewers and listeners, I took my beautiful vegan friends to Fat Freddy's in Broad Beach this evening to watch Miss Microphone perform her trivia and her ridiculously outrageous number this evening, uh, which Rochelle recorded. So, I'm sure we can do something I mean, with that. It's a, it's a drag, that song is a drag queen staple. Um, like 45,000 drag queens have performed in the world over for the last 800 years. So it's, it's a, it's a staple, but the straights love it. So. Well, got to do what the straights want to do. Um, absolutely. They're who I meant, they're, 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 they're who I was entertaining tonight. This is true. Where would we be without all of our white women aged 25 to 53. Well, I mean, besides me, you were the only other maggot in the building, apart from that one that walked through. <laughs> I was going to say, one came and went, and uh, both my lovely couple friends who were with me, they were both uh, very much in the um, queer community, which is fun for everyone. Nice. So, okay, so you were a table of maggots, but that was it. Prettiest table in the room. Um, okay. So before we get into this, why don't you tell me very quickly what you thought of this week's episode? While you do that, I just, I obviously have things to celebrate this week. So why don't you tell me about. Oh, what are you, what are you celebrating? I am celebrating 
12 months sober. <laughs> Yay! I'm celebrating the release Miss Molly Poppins back into the wild where she belongs. <laughs> you shady, shady elephant. Um, hey, don't talk about my weight. I was making a Bianca Del Rio reference. You know um, I'm new gay. Yeah, okay, so go back and watch season six, Bianca Del Rio. There's an episode of Untucked where she's sitting in the when they did the gold bar and the silver lounge in Untucked. She's sitting here with Darian Lake and they're having a conversation. Darian Lake's being shady while dressed like an elephant. Bianca Del Rio calls her a shady elephant. Okay. Anyway. But that makes sense. Yes. Um, okay, so I thoroughly liked this week's episode. Um, I generally always love the makeover episode. Um, I thought there were some very clear, obvious standouts from people that very much struggled. Um, Molly was her time to go. <laughs> I knew you would think. Oh, we didn't cheers the start of this oh, episode. Oh, no, we're really fucking this up. Cheers. Cheers to this week's episode. Chink. Um, well, my camera's having her. a minute. <laughs> my camera was drunk. It, it was definitely her time to go. Um, I mean, some would, uh, some some would argue, argue if you were too late. <laughs> yes, um, we would argue that. But I, I also loved the fact that, I mean, we'll get into it when we get to it, but I love the fact that the four makeover subjects were all one family. Yes. Spoiler alert. Don't talk too much about that. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I think everything you've said is absolutely correct. Some people thrived. Some people struggled. Some people went home. <laughs> Not these people. Someone was there. She popped right off to where she came from. Now... Again, I will just say, don't hate Molly Poppins. I think she's great. She just ruins everything I like, but I still love her. She's a good queen. Cheers, Molly. Okay, so last week, previously, on RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, we had a branding challenge. Hannah Conda won that branding challenge. Kong and Beverly lip-synced for their lives. Queen Kong won the battle, and Beverly kills sashayed away back to Brisbane where she lives in and just like lives in fluffy fluffy land that's her um uh, hey we, we really yeah not really. even not even five minutes into the episode jesus no. fuck oh jesus fuck uh, yes i do gay jesus <laughs> um ooh. okay so after bev's elimination we are back in the workroom bev's mirror message says Thank you for the love, friendship, and memories. You're all bastards. P.S. Team Spanky. She's the second queen now to pick Spanky for the win. Mm, which, when they're sitting around, when the queens are sitting around, um, Molly asks Spanky about the mirror message, and Spanky said that it feels really, really good that two queens have been on Team Spanky. Um, and this means that she's made an impression on those queens and that she has been true to herself, which. But she does also mention, she's like, but that's all well and good, but the queens don't pick who wins. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's irrelevant who the queens are picking as the winner because it's up to the judges, which is 100% true. Because it's still we just nice to feel loved. Oh, absolutely. Because we just recently saw it on Canada's Drag Race, for example. Um, two of the eliminated queens picked another queen to win the crown and then she went home fifth. So also at the start of the episode, 
um, after reading the Team Spanky, hashtag Team Spanky, uh, Queen Kong's like, well, she always was delusional, wasn't she? <laughs> Which I thought was cute and funny. Um, and accurate. And accurate. Hannah wants Kong to win the next challenge because she couldn't win against Kong in a lip sync. Hmm, is that a precursor to something? Is that an edit that was well, intentionally made? No, I, I would I would be the same. I would be if I was at that top point in the top four and a powerhouse performer like Queen Kong was there as well and he knew that another elimination was coming, I would 100% be like, I either want you to do really well in this challenge in case I bomb or I want me to do really well in this challenge in case you bomb because I definitely don't want to go up against Queen Kong in a lip sync. True, well, true. She's, I mean, she's pretty, pretty epic. Um, but there was a lot of love between the queens in the uh, in backstage um, this week in that little, I guess, startup section. Um, there will, I will say this. I don't know if you noticed, but there were a lot of jokes that were very appropriate this week or inappropriate, depending on where you stand. There was heaps of references and jokes to Queen Elizabeth ironically the week she died i don't i don't obviously non-intentional no. not intentional with this <laughs> unless rue knows something that we don't maybe rue's a, rue's a witch um, she, she wrote all those simpsons episodes um i think it was just unfortunate because they obviously couldn't edit all of those out no. because of the show's already been edited done um shipped off etc but I think maybe they should have put at the start of the episode a little, like uh, I guess a little thing just being like comments made and this were done months ago during filming. Um, just so that when in case anyone watching did feel like uh, they're making fun of, you know, I think the Queen's though, passing. Yes and no. Like Evans, I mean... Like I mean, said, it was filmed and edited well before we knew that Queenie was going to pop a clocks. Mm. So kids, there's going to be some jokes made about the queen in this episode. I don't remember who it was, but one of the queens, this was the first one that kind of got me and I was like, ooh, is that on the nose? But obviously they didn't know. Um, somebody starts talking about they're coming for that crown and scepter. And I can't remember which queen it was right now. I think it might have been Hannah. Hannah or Molly, I think. Yeah, or well, maybe it was Molly. So new day in the workroom. We've got our top four. We've got Spanky Jackson, Queen Kong, Hannah Conda, and Miss Molly Poppins. Um, Hannah. Bubble pack. Hi. <laughs> um, Hannah makes reference to the fact that she is the only girl from Sydney ever in the top four, excluding Corny Act, because that was in the US um well i mean it's only it's only been two seasons this it wouldn't be you're gonna do you're gonna do a michelle on her and be like calm down well i mean like it would be much more of a claim if this was say season five or six and there'd never been a sydney queen in the top four that's been one fucking season like girl one fucking season calm down can i say this as well like obviously molly's gonna leave and the podcast is gonna our version of this section of our podcast that we do together is going to wrap up once this wraps up um and but stay tuned kids there's more to come um but i have to get this out before 
Molly leaves. Put some fucking lenses in your glasses, bitch. Like, seriously. I've never noticed. I've never noticed. Oh my God. And the confessionals, when she's wearing her little fairy bread camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always got these big black framed glasses on. There's no lenses in them. Oh, so they're just, they're just show frames. And they're not even good. They look like they came from the fucking reject shop. Anywho, not to hate on Molly, because, I mean, I do have this episode to get it all out. Drag her. Drag her. <laughs> I'm just no. living, I'm just living, I'm just living my Bob the Drag Queen fantasy. You just never... do you, girlfriend. Just do you. So, siren sounds, and we get a video message from Murray Bartlett from White Lotus. Are you okay? Mm. Mm. Oh my God, are you okay? Mm. Sorry, just knocked my um, hot my stone applicator thing on the ground. Um, fuck me. This video message. So my housemate and I were sitting here watching it and he came on the screen. I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. Oh, he's not. But oh, that- my God. Before you do that, he is the guy from White Lotus, which is Jennifer Coolidge TV show. I think it was, I don't yeah. know where it was. Really, really good. He, worth watching. He's the guy who they like caused all this drama because there's the scene where he's rimming this young boy that works for him and the people walk in and like, oh my God. Oh, and it caused I some that controversy. Was, I thought that was the, there was another TV show recently that had the older guy rimming a younger guy. Eric Dane, um, the guy, Mick, yes, Mick Steamy from Grey's Anatomy. This was first. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize they were. And this was like a position of power thing. This was, he Uh, was the boss to the kid and, but, um, Um, yeah. But, okay, so no idea who this guy is. Realise he's Australian, gay, fabulous, awesome. Um, The ending, both my housemate and I just stopped, looked at each other, burst out laughing, not in a, like, that's hilarious, mate, in like a, we're uncomfortably turned on right now, when he just goes, Who's your daddy? I was like, oh. And this is one of the rare times I will oh. agree with Molly Poppins. You are, you are my daddy. Oh, I about wet the fucking couch. I was like, okay. I didn't have a daddy kink, but fuck me, I do now. Um, Go enjoy the White Lotus. You are welcome. Oh. Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing and he got every little gay's heart, like a noose pulsating with that. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Sorry. I just, That's had, okay. I'll just give was, you a minute. Oof. I need oof. to see both hands now because I don't know what you're doing. What, a, what a, I don't even remember what his name is and I don't give a fuck what his name is, but just spit in my face and I'll say thank you. Now, who's your daddy? Oh. <laughs> and she pours another wine. Okay, so yes, uh, he mentions that queer people, as queer people, we get to choose our own families. Um, and yes, he does the who's the who's your daddy and the wink. Um, and he's introducing us to our girls makeover challenge. And before the girls have time to cover their semi boners, which are forming under their little pantaloons, in walks Rue. 
um, and announces that there's only four of them now. They're probably a great time for some new additions to the family. Are you okay? I love how she, no, I just love how she walked in. She's like, there's only four of you. Yes, Rue, we can count. Yeah, and bitch, you've the one that's got rid of all the others. Yeah, Did you like, forget? We can see there's four. They know there's only four. Thanks for stating the fucking obvious. So Rue announces the new additions to the family with drag race superfan Keelan, followed by Keelan's dad, Tony, Keelan's cousin, Tyler, and Keelan's uncle, Paul. I love how Keelan walks in and all four of them are just like, oh, he's hot. Oh, he's gay. <laughs> like Spanky is just like, oh, this raging queen walks in and we're like, who the fuck are you? I love it. We're not the stereotypes, are we? Us, us gays. We don't, we don't live up to the stereotypes people have of us. I just love... I just love how they're all like, oh, 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 ah. <laughs> um, so the maxi challenge is explained. I mean, I would, st- I would still do it. He's uh, hot. Yeah, hundred percent. Not a good looking queen, though. Need, 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 a, need a, <laughs> That came down to who he was paired with. Um, he's hot. I. He's hot. I just wouldn't want him to talk. Um, it's just a lot of pent-up energy. You can use that energy. Great. Just don't talk. That's the perfect place for you to use that energy. Um, so Maxi Challenge is to turn Keelan and his family into drag queens that share a resemblance, resemblance to our existing queens. And on the runway, they tell us that the category is going to be opposites attract. Um, I didn't I didn't understand that concept opposites attract but give a strong family resemblance like it's one or the other um yeah look the, I did say that with this category I made a joke and my housemate didn't get it and I was annoyed I said that I would have done either myself or my partner dressed as Paula Abdul and the other dressed as the cat MC's cat yes. cat perfect very very on the nose but opposites attract come on okay so to decide who is making over whom the queens are playing rock paper scissors or paper scissors rock depending on where you live in the world and i okay so i i'm annoyed by this and again i had an argument with my housemate about it so rue says rock paper scissors but we call it paper scissors rock Correct. I, I say scissors, paper, rock. So you're English because that's what we call it in England. Right. Okay. Because oh. I'm sitting there going, I go scissors, paper, rock. Like, not rock, paper, scissors or paper, scissors, rock. Like, scissors, paper, rock. Like, okay. So scissors, paper, rock is English. I don't know where I got that from, but that's what I grew up learning was scissors, paper, rock. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's English. That's what I know it. I first played it when I lived there. In the 40s. <laughs> Molly wins round one and she chooses Keelan. <clears throat> Mistake. Uh, well, Kong. <laughs> it was an obvious, it was an obvious choice. Whoever won was going to pick Keelan. If I like, was there, I would have done the same thing. And I mean, Molly's reasoning was sound. Mm-hmm. Like you've got a raging screaming, squeaming, 
Squeaming. 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 You've got a raging screaming queen coming in. A hundred percent. You would pick him as well. Cause you'd be like, you know how to walk in heels. You know how to have some attitude. You'd be, excuse me. You would be easy to work with. Um, Molly lands the hard way that not true. Okay. Um, but I would have done the exact same thing. I 100% would have picked Keelan. Same. Anywho, so Molly picks Keelan. Kong goes, wins the next round. She chooses Tyler. Keelan's um, also handsome cousin. Perfect choice because also skin tone. Exactly. I was like, one of, one of my biggest things is, I'm not saying that they need to pair skin tone like queens with skin tone like queens. But for example, like myself, I'm a white queen. I don't know how to paint a queen of, color i wouldn't know how to color match their skin tone correctly and i don't have the makeup to color match their skin tone correctly so for me getting paired with a queen of color would be a disadvantage because i wouldn't be able to do them justice and paint them properly much like there are several queens of color that wouldn't know how to paint a fair skinned person because of the same reason but you're absolutely right because um you know as somebody like yourself who always paints a white face because you're only painting your own face and there's much more complexity in, you know, people of color's skin and even just accessing the right kind of makeup for their skin tones. Like it would be harder and a disservice to them, particularly if you're 100%. trying to put them in drag and make them feel great and confident. They don't want to have somebody there going, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, <clears throat> Molly. Well, yes. <laughs> so I'm like, we got a precursor of that later. <laughs> um, so Kong is with Tyler. Molly is with Keelan. Hannah wins round three, chooses Papa Tony, and that leaves Spanky with Uncle Paul. The dirty street whore. Love it. Couldn't they were a perfect match from the very beginning. Um, the makeovers, the queens can use their own drag and their own makeup, and the shoes are provided by shoeme.com.au and shoo me in the ass and call me Larry but I really loved those black boots with the diamante fringe yes please I would have liked them more if they weren't open toe yes I hated the fact that they were open toe I hate an open toe boot open toe pump love open toe sandal if you're not going to show me your ankle why do I want to see your little toes poking out open-toed boots are just fucking stupid so guys that's how she feels about that molly and keenan <laughs> start vibing she's very opinionated this week this week yeah every week okay so molly and keenan start vibing straight away molly is really confident at this point that keelan will shine in drag keelan has a lot of energy a lot of a energy lot of energy like Someone get that kid a chew toy. Oh, that was like when Molly, no, Queen, when Queen turned around and was just like, Molly's in danger. She chose someone with so much energy that she's going to have to match that, especially on stage. And as we saw, she definitely didn't match that on stage. Like, that's the thing is, Keelan seems like the obvious choice. Mm -hmm. But I, if I was paired with him, I wouldn't know what to do with all that energy. Um, Hannah and Tony are having a lovely little chit chat. Uh, and we learned that Tony has three gay sons. Now I did have a note here that that is some seriously supercharged unicorn sperm that Tony is wrangling because 
three gay it, sons. Well done. It makes it makes me think of there's a gay comedian in the US who's best friends with a fuck ton of drag queens called Mateo Lane. And he talks about the fact that he's got a gay older brother. He's like, I just imagine my mum's gynecology appointment where the doctor's like, all right, Mrs. Lane, let's see how we go. And just like, everybody dance now. I mean, it's not Maybelline, guys. We're born with it. Yeah. Thank you. It took a minute for that to land. I was trying to, I was like working out in my head. I'm like, what? Oh, maybe it's me. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, Hannah and Tony are connecting really, really well. Tony says he's a hundred percent committed, uh, and he's here for his son. And then Hannah addresses another makeup challenge. So obviously, we just touched briefly on skin tone, and you know, putting a pairing a white queen with a queen of color could possibly be problematic. But um, they're talking about aging skin. Now, which as a queen with aging skin, I was offended when she said old skin. Well, well older so, skin. And so I'm changing it to aging skin. When when I went to makeup school, one of our assessments was doing um, it was doing a makeup on mature age skin, mature age skin, and it had to be a, a woman over fifty, so that way then you could learn about you know the different textures of their skin, about how you get older, it gets more papery, a lot more thin. A lot more wrinkly especially around the eyes so learning how to like hold the eye in a best way to apply the makeup without obviously tearing the skin um so when she said that i was like actually yeah that would be a challenge for especially if you're not a trained makeup artist mm -hmm. it would be a tough challenge for anyone that's not used to working on mature age skin or never done mature age skin on how to do it properly like the only one there that would have any any sense of being able to do it would have been mm -hmm. Mini Cooper. Yeah, toot toot, Mini Cooper. Uh, really nice though, after like they cut to Hannah in a confessional and she says that she, um, as her role of drag mother for Tony, um, she really wants to make sure that Tony feels fabulous and feels the liberation of drag. So that's one of the important things for Hannah in putting Tony in drag, which I think is really, really important should be the same for every queen like whenever you're putting someone else in drag you should be trying to make them feel amazing when they look in the mirror uh one queen didn't get that memo just say you don't like molly poppins and move on they're they're playing everybody's playing around in the workroom having some fun keelan says that his dad looks like queen elizabeth bum 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 and it. didn't she didn't she later on oh yes when they make the joke and then it took me a second when that joke gets made and i was like oh shade it's a spanky it. and paul are having a good old chat and this was lovely uh we learned that paul lives with his partner down where he goes barmy for barmy and uh, yeah. <laughs> they believed that it was destiny. It was serendipitous, their meeting. Um, Paul did drag for his 60th and looked a lot like Amy Winehouse and which Spanky reassures him that uh, that's, that's Spanky's aesthetic. So don't be concerned. I thought maybe Paul was hinting at the fact that he was also a member of the LGBT. Yes, we thought that community. too when we were watching it. 
when the fact that he said I lived down there with my partner, like he didn't say wife, he didn't say girlfriend, he used the very ambiguous term that a lot of the community uses when they're unsure how to address new people by using the non-gender specific term of partner. So when he said that, I was like, oh, is he? Okay, so Keelan's got a gay uncle, fab. But then he was talking, like, there was another comment made, obviously, later in the episode, and I was like, oh, no, he's straight. Okay. Yeah, but, um, but not necessarily, because the, in that comment that was made, it was, what would your grandchildren, your children or your grandchildren think? And in saying that, I have two stepchildren who are of age old enough to have children of their own, which would make me a granddaddy yeah but that's but that's because I promise i'll never do that again <laughs> fuck please don't um yeah but your your husband used to be a straight man well i guess you could say he identified that way but was he ever yeah that's straight? why well that's what i'm saying he used to be a straight man because he identified so it doesn't matter anything else he identified as a straight man so you know so yes, Paul. Paul is also from Palmy, just like Spanky, and Paul lives there with his partner. We're unsure what that means, and he did drag for his sixty-eight. Sheep. Well, yeah. I mean, it is it is New Zealand. Um, uh, uh, he did drag for his sixtieth. Looked like Amy Winehouse. Spanky's totally on board with that because Spanky Jackson. Um, and they oh Spanky did tell Paul that not to worry about the competition but just to have fun which I think is a great thing because you should be telling anyone that's coming in especially for the makeup makeover challenge look yes determining how well we do determines whether or not I win slash am safe slash go home but you're just here to have fun. I'm the one competing. Don't yeah. you st- don't you stress about the competition. You're just here to have fun. You're here to get made over in drag, have some fun for a couple of hours. Just roll with it. Have fun. Don't stress about it. But yeah, I definitely think 100% every queen should be telling whoever's coming in for the makeover challenge if it's not another contestant, you know, when they do those whole let's make over each other episodes. Um, it should 100% be a just have fun, just relax. You don't stress because you've got nothing to lose or gain or win here. Just relax, yeah. have fun, enjoy the experience. And if we lose because of you, don't feel bad about it because it's not really because of you because I'm the one that put you in drag and it was me doing the whole thing. And if and I fucked a- up and we go home, well, then that's just what's going to happen to Molly. But that's exactly it, is it's never should it should never be the incoming person's fault that a no. queen struggles and goes home because it's the queen's responsibility the incoming person literally is just there to get made over so exactly um and then we cut to queen and tyler queen says she's resonating with tyler he's quiet and subdued he reminds queen of their older brother um queen asks what tyler's worried about tyler's worried about walking in heels and then queen teaches the men folk how to walk in heels. Well, not wearing heels. Oh my God, that's true. <gasps> Queen was in fucking slides while everyone else was in heels. And I was like, you're teaching people how to walk in heels while not in heels. 
bitch. Put a fucking heel on. Although I loved, I loved when Spanky and Tony, no, Molly has Tony, no, Hannah has Tony. Spanky, Spanky has, has Paul. Paul. When Spanky and Paul are walking and Spanky's like, saunter, sexy, sexy, and then does a little stumble. Yeah. And she's, because that is 100% me. 100% me. I mean, I, I broke my heel at Trivia <sighs> last week just standing there. So oh, no. it would 100% be me doing that whole walk, 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 wobble, stumble. Um, but that walk off as well was just fucking ridiculous. I like that they were having fun. Like it's the most fun we've seen them have in the workroom. I 100%. Get, guess like, you know, and again, that family dynamic, there's something there that all of those men would have been bouncing off of each other because they've known each other their entire lives. And Keelan, walking, 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 death drop. The only one who couldn't walk in heels was the gay man. Oh, when he, no, but to be fair, Molly put him in some fun, fucking ridiculous height heels. Yeah. Like, no, no, I struggle in those. That's why I wear fucking block heels. I don't have the heels I wore tonight. That's why I wear block heels, like. You can't fall over in those. Now, Rue comes in and we do a walkthrough with each of the, the girls and their partners and Molly and Keelan go first. Molly says that she's doing sweet and sour. Um, and then Rue asks, what has Molly taught Keelan? And Keelan says, slower steps. Yeah, I didn't like the concept of sweet and sour. So that was Molly and Keelan. Tony and Hannah go up to do their run through with their walk through with Rue. They're funny. Um, Tony's concern is falling over in heels. And then Rue discusses rigging. And because Tony's obviously an older person, um, of a more mature skin and Rue is like, well, you know, my drag is an intricate series of weights and pulleys, which I a hundred percent believe. I mean, and Botox yeah. and filler and, other yeah, things. I mean, in reality, yeah, it really is just a complex mechanism on how to have everything in the right place at the right time. Spanky and Paul, uh, they ask. No, they're last, aren't they? No, no, Kong and Tyler were last. But Spanky and Paul, oh, yeah. uh, they get up there and Rue starts asking what kind of queen she's going to be. And Paul's like, a slut. <laughs> and Rue's just like. Well, you're partnered with Spanky Jackson, so I expect you to be a dirty street whore. <laughs> exactly. And then that's when we learned that uh, Spanky and Paul are doing pineapple on pizza, which at this point in time, I'm like, okay, I'm into it. Like, I see where they take so this. The concept at the time when she said that, I was like, okay, one's going to come out dressed like a pizza slice and the other's going to come out dressed like a thing of pineapple. Very much a Katy Perry music video waiting to happen. Um. And I'm not going to lie, I was expecting some sort of, like, pineapple coming on pizza joke. Um, And then what we see on the runway, I was like, oh. Oh. Okay. But I I liked the concept. Much Much like Beverly last week, I liked the concept with what she discussed didn't like the execution that was presented. Agreed, 100%. Uh, so they go sit back down and then we have Kong and Tyler. Um, Tyler is quiet and Queen Kong is like, we're going to 
help her emerge uh, and then Rue kind of is, is in agreement and saying you know what I think once she gets the drag on in the character of who she's going to be she'll really embrace it always the way anyone that's ever nervous about doing drag for the first time as soon as they're in full drag that character takes over and they become a raging fucking whore um speaking from experience I was nervous about my first time and then as soon as I was in full drag because I was like oh I'm a different person I can act like a giant fucking slut I mean I am but still um but now I can act like one <laughs> no now it's my job um <laughs> Rue then lets us know that um makeover challenge is her favorite challenge I was surprised to find out that the makeover challenge is Rue's favorite challenge I honestly thought the roast would have been Rue's favorite challenge so after Rue reveals that her favorite episode to do is the makeover episode um we get to see the girls start sort of getting together and, and figuring out what the what the whole thing is going to be and we see queen she starts working to bring out tyler's confidence because tyler is dead behind the eyes anyway so molly sees this and molly is shook she is already uh like scared to go up against queen kong and um her partner and then you've got Molly, who's now learning that Keelan has opinions. Oh, but I agreed with Keelan when she when he put on the dress and he's like, it's very Dolly Parton. Like, if I'm supposed to be sour, wouldn't it be a little bit more, you know, risque, a little bit more shorter, a little bit this? And Molly's like, uh, I'm a professional here. I know what I'm doing. You didn't Bitch, race, no. Though, did you? Like, you should have listened to him. Like, when they put when they started putting that leather harness over the dress, I was like, oh, okay intrigued to see where this is going and then it wasn't on the final runway like you're not giving me like he was right that's not giving me sour it is giving me very cutesy like i'm sweet you know like i'm a lemon drop adorable yeah it's sweet and sour not sweet and sweet not sweet and somewhat sweet okay and then we see spanky and paul and spanky has a lot of work to do with paul's outfit because she has to basically take in the whole thing and redo it all um, which is a bit of a concern considering how Spanky started the season. C correct. This is another thing that I discussed with my housemate while we were watching us. And I was like, for this episode, if, if, and when I get on the, when I get on the show, mm -hmm. if I make it, if I make it this far, because I'll say I'm definitely getting, no, let's be real. I'm like, I'll, I'll make it on the show. Not guaranteed that I'll make it this far. Um, but if I was to make it this far on the show, when I get on, I would 100% have an outfit that is moldable to no matter who is my partner. So I would make it in some sort of ridiculously stretchy fabric so that when it fits no matter who the partner is and can either be taken out if they're a larger person or taken in easily enough if they're a smaller person requiring no corsetry to be taken in like if I'm going to have, I would take two, two or three additional corsets with me of ranging sizes so that way then I've covered all bases and that could be the, for them underneath because padding is universal. So it doesn't matter what size you are, you can have padding on it. That's fine. And same with tits, um, but just three different size corsets. So no matter who it is, there we are, corset done. But the outfit itself, super stretchy, can either be taken out a little bit or taken in a little bit to give me the most time effective 
with my partner to make sure that they're comfortable and looking the best without stressing. Because as soon as you're stressing about trying to con like construct the outfit to fit them, they're going to start stressing, which is then going to show on the runway. Bitch knows what she's talking about. Ask me. Okay, new day, <laughs> new day in the workroom. It's makeover day. Queens are excited to share the drag with the boys. Someone's going home tonight. Um, and they kind of are just like, yeah, well, that's going to happen. And then the siren goes and we get a message from Navina from Anastasia, Beverly Hills. Um, Who looks like she didn't want to be there. I mean, granted, that's her whole personality. But every time she's on normal drag race, she's just very monotone and stone faced and like, this is what I'm doing. Hello, I'm Anastasia Beverly Hills. Yes, Queen, slay. I guess the drag race down under budget certainly didn't uh, pay for her smile. So makeovers commence. Queen and Tyler have a little heart to heart. It's kind of cute. Spanky and Paul, um, they have a little heart to heart about Spanky living overseas and coming back. And again, this is where Paul and Spanky feel very serendipitous about their meeting. Um, because they both discussed their time with their father. Yes. Um, father not the same father. <laughs> Also interesting to know that Spanky was adopted by his grandparents. Yes. So still in the same family, but not the same family. Yeah. Um, so like Tasmanians. Yes. Paul, so Paul and Spanky obviously share that they had a similar experience and Paul gets really emotional, which was quite sweet. Um, and, then, and then Molly Poppins starts running out of time i was i was angry not angry the wrong word i was frustrated with this whole scenario when molly was actively vocally saying i hate it i hate <gasps> it i hate it i hate it mm -hmm. you're not making keelan feel great about oh, himself because no. the poor guy's sitting there going we'll have none of this negative talk and you and, and the, she every just time kept... the camera I kept I, it was sorry to interrupt you every time in my notes so I'm like every time the camera shows him from like a distance while Molly's running around doing her own makeup and stuff he sits there and he just looks so defeated and so like why am I even here like and he sits there and he goes is there anything that I can do to help you and she's just like we're just gonna put ourselves in body I'm just gonna quickly rush and do this and he's just sitting there like Meanwhile, cool, I'm but, sitting there like this. <laughs> You're going home. Bye, bitch. But the whole, like, the whole time when she just kept going, I hate it. I hate the way you look. Oh, it like, was awful. You don't vocalise you don't, that when you're doing that. No. You might sit there and be like, fuck, I've done a shit job. But you don't tell the person to their face, I hate the way you look because of the makeup that I've done on you. Because they're then going to look in the mirror and just be like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah, no. So, look, I think yeah it, this was a this was a hard challenge for a lot of the queens on this cast because quite clearly they didn't have the skills i mean i'm not saying i would have done amazing at this challenge because i wouldn't have this would well, be the... my least go on i was gonna say this would be my least least looked forward to challenge i'd be like if i got to this episode i'd be like fuck this is gonna be the episode where i'm 100 in the bottom two see Queen Kong was the only one out of the four that said that they put people in drag before and that they have drag babies. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it was I've never got, even asked of the other queens. I've got drag children, but I didn't put them in drag. I essentially adopted them into my family. I mean, I love both of them dearly, Archie Arsenic and Aurora Arsenic. Um, I love both of them dearly. I adopted them and took them on as my own, but they both started drag of their own free will. I've just helped them grow, but I would never have been able to do their makeup the first time because I'm I'm 100% honest in the fact that I can't do someone else's makeup. So main stage, Mama Roo comes out. I don't know what you thought. I thought makeup was cute, dress was nothing special, and I'm pretty sure I've seen this hair for the third time this season. That dress, fabric, stunning. Yes. Construct, hideous. It was foul. Foul. She walked out and I was like, I saw the fabric at first. I was like, oh, oh. Oh, oh, what the fuck is that? Like that weird billowy thing that was on the side, but it was like straight on the other side. But when she was standing still, you couldn't see either. It was just sort of like there. And I was like, there. And I'm like, what? Is Zoldi just like bored and just going, yeah, that'll do? I, I think this will fit. It was, you no, know, it was. Like that fabric could have looked so stunning on Mama. Like she could have looked gorgeous. Like that silver, green, gold, like that metallic combination of the four, three or four different colors could have looked stunning in any, like any different sort of construction. But that construction, that that, that dress was hideous. We have one episode left. So obviously we're going to get a great special guest. I still think Chris Hemsworth's up someone's sleeve. And we're going to, get an amazing outfit from Mama Roo. You reckon? No, I'm hopeful. Yeah, but I was also hopeful for caged queens. <laughs> you... Yeah, okay, this is true. Um, okay, so category is opposites attract. First queens down the runway, Queen Kong and Sister Kong serving hero and villain. I didn't get hero and villain but they both looked lovely i got black and white still opposites i guess um i didn't get hero and villain mm-hmm. although i'll have to link you to it and send it to you after this <laughs> but when queen said you got the pretty sister and the one sister who's got four kids <laughs> and two ex-husbands yes i was like oh i see that yep no no, no i i see that but it reminded me of there's this skit of there's this Kiwi, I'm guessing she's a comedian, and she's playing the two, both roles because it just cuts back and forth the camera. And it's like the two women sitting outside having a cigarette. And I was like, oh, that's this is what that's giving me. Uh, it's like the two of them bantering essentially. I'm like, yep, I see that. Like giving me like good sister and bad sister essentially. Yeah, okay. Um, sister, how- looked ama- sister looked amazing. Yes, stunning. The queen did a killer job on that makeup although um, great wig that, turban was i was gonna literally just about to say could have done without the turban and it would have been fine yeah um 
They leave the stage and Molly Poppins and Candy Flippins are serving us sweet and sour. My notes on this was it was playful, but meh. And I really feel like there was something in Molly this week where she checked out. And I think it was because she was she knew she was out of her depth. So hated the name. Mm-hmm. Candy Flippins. Hate, hated the concept. Like the concept of sweet and sour could work. I hated the construct of the dresses. Mm-hmm. So I hated the weird like poodle hairstyle that she gave both of them. Like I didn't get well, that. I... They were both, again, they were both takes on the mullet. Like if you're going to do sweet and sour and like strawberry shortcake and lemon meringue, mm-hmm. look like fuck. It turns out Sean shouldn't drink bubbles on the show. Like, if you're going to do that, look like fucking strawberry shortcake and bitch pudding. What's in a bitch pudding? Come! <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, I think that's a cream pie. Okay, and then they left the stage and Spanky and Flash Jackson come out pineapple on pizza i thought you mean you mean pizza slut and the loofah <laughs> yes that is who we saw i really liked that the yellow on spanky i thought the the color was so nice on her and i liked her makeup i liked her hair like she that was all perfect so put together didn't get pineapple mm. I did when I saw the pictures from her photo shoot that she did, and that was because she had this green thing on her head, and I'm like, oh, okay, yellow, pineapple, green, pineapple, leaves. And still things. did not, still did not get. So unfortunately, any queen doing any sort of pineapple has got to live up to Manila Luzon's pineapple dress. Well, they're just not going to do that. You don't have any idea what I'm talking about, do you? No, but did they cover like it well enough that it could have been okay? No, because of the pause. You're like... Yeah, but I can cut a pause out. But Spanky coming out, I just looked at it and was like, I don't get pineapple. I get... If anything, she gave me like a fucking sunny boy. <laughs> I don't think Spanky would be mad with that review. Um, I did love Flash. I, don't, I hate the name Flash Jackson. I get what she was going with, with, you know, referential to past but i didn't like the name although i loved the outfit with that yes yeah okay that's epic pineapple it screams pineapple yeah um and i love that she walked out in a checkered dress with the word pizza slut on her fucking like that yeah it's like how am i gonna spanky this up oh i know Calling my partner a slut on the runway. She what she said from the get go. That's what she wanted to be. Um, look again. Like I say, I thought that the two of them together had great chemistry. I thought they were fun. They were camp. They were you know all the things. I still Definitely. don't understand how Spanky dressing as a, at least trying to dress as a pineapple holding a pizza. And then having an Italian waitress fit the cr- criteria. Flash should have been holding the pizza. 
Yes. And Spanky should have, like, Flash should have been holding the pizza and Spanky should have been shooting on the pizza. So pineapple on pizza. Like, duh. This is Hanaconda and <laughs> Hanaconda and Helligator. Now, fun play on names for the drag, but didn't really go. So, I don't know if you remember the old 90s song, um, Stay With Me. I'm older than you, bitch. Of course, I remember. Shakespeare's sister are Thank queens. You. Did Hannah not look like the girl from Shakespeare's Sister in that video clip? Yes, yes. <laughs> First thing I thought of when they walked out, I was like, "Is she doing a reference to Shakespeare's Sister?" And then when she's like, "No, we're the like Queen of Dreams and Queen of Nightmares," I was like, "So yes, so, references yeah, completely very Shakespeare." It's like um, Reese said he was like, "I didn't get dreams and nightmares, but I did get good and bad," which is Shakespeare's but- Sister whole of whole of her outfit and that I was just like I'm just expecting her to be like you better hope and pray back to your own world um I liked the idea didn't like the execution um Heli had a horribly white face and this is coming from a very pale queen yes and it was very much here but not here like that's all well and good if you're gonna do the old school makeup as well. So like the very small like red lips and then the love hearts, you know, to hide the smallpox and then the um that's what it was for, it was to hide the smallpox. Oh, no, but I wasn't expecting you to say that. Um it was very, like referential. Referential, that's her. Um so again, during this point they made more references to Queen Elizabeth and the Queen. And I think that's You mean you mean Queen Elizabeth and Camilla? Yes. <laughs> when they walked out and Rue said it, Rue's like Queen Elizabeth. No, it was Michelle. Camilla. Was it Michelle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Michelle. When they but said Queen way, Elizabeth and good. Camilla, and I was like, oh, I know exactly which one they're saying is Camilla, and that's hilarious. Um, I feel like what Hannah was going for with um, what was it, Hella, with Hella's makeup was. Marie Antoinette kind of vibes, but it didn't land there. So that's our that's our queens. They've done their runway with their their new drag babies, and they go off backstage, and we get some judge critiques. I lie. We get some judge critiques first. Um, basically, I'm going to run through these real quick. They say that mm-hmm. Sister Kong looks hot, and that Queen and Sister nailed it. Queen felt that she had no challenges this week other than the fact that sister looked better than she did on the runway and she did like that was a pretty face in makeup for that young fella which is what it should be 100 percent. your partner should look better than you queen you nailed it molly and candy fun to watch needed more story and then michelle's uh, pet peeve about the socks i think if they'd gone onto the stage because Molly's idea was that there was like, I guess, stage mom and the little sassy, sour pants girl who doesn't want to do what she's being told to do. They could have definitely done more to that story of like bringing her to the front of the stage and pointing at the judges and saying, do this, do this. And then she just doesn't. That's what I mean. Like there was, 
I got none of this stage mum and like daughter like that. No, like and the socks up thing, you could have played it off if Candy's dress wasn't a color palette swap of Molly's. Like if Candy's dress was like asymmetrical or like shorter or like a leotard and like straps and like very slutty and like sour esque like grunge type looking especially because she had the choppy mullet Mm. if her dress because the dress didn't match the hair so if the choppy mullet had like a more dress like choppy dress that fitted with it the socks being up wouldn't have been an issue could have looked intentional but because the dresses were identical just colors palette swapped like essentially apart from the head up the rest of the outfit was identically the exact same if you're gonna try to be the twins from the shining in looking identical then be twins from the shining don't be mother daughter thank you um next up was spanky her going home (laughs) i just want her to go home spanky and flash uh uncle paul's legs were lovely thanks michelle michelle was really concerned with spanky's ability to do makeup um yeah and it was fair. And as Michelle says, your makeup is bad, but it really plays to the character that you're doing. So you can kind of get away with it. I love when Michelle said that. She's like, more or less, she's just like, you made him look like shit, but it works for the character. And then I love Uncle Paul, who's like, she's the lady that I'd want to talk to. Yeah, while you're drunk at fucking 3 a.m. in the pub and you're already like, fuck-eyed and we've seen we have seen spanky's video about what happens in palmerston north so we know that he's riding a sheep home and the two men in their underwear and he's drunk anyway with one with one eye closed like this just being like yeah she looks a bit all right just got adam that wow i give a fuck i'll do that thing that yeah that (laughs) one okay and then hannah and hella uh big praise for the dad tony um, for being a supportive parent when there are a lot of unsupportive parents out there. I feel like if you did help birth three gay sons, you're kind of going to have to get on board with that. One, you can shun them. You mm. shouldn't, but you can. Um, but, I mean, you can't because you're a terrible human. Sorry. But three, I mean, you can't fight that. Like Leanne Rhymes said, can't fight the moonlight. Um. I was intrigued to see that Hannah wasn't chastised for making Helle look bad. It was mentioned and they brushed over it. But whereas previous makeover challenges in prior, especially in the American seasons and actually in a couple of the UK seasons, when the makeover challenge happens and a queen makes, spends too much time making themselves look good and their partner look bad, the judges called them out on it being like you didn't support your sister but this was just sort of like yeah done so that's that the girls go backstage we have a 33 second untucked moment that we're used to <laughs> uh, we need stan stan listen to us we need full episodes of untucked you might listen if we you call a- him stanley 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 uh, but 100%, we need bigger untucked moments because there's, there's a lot of juice that happens in there. Um, As a queen that untucks regularly, there is a lot of juice. 
things you've never seen but can't unsee? <laughs> or smell. So in our 33 second untucked, all everybody loved the runway debuts. Um, oh, I looked up at the wrong point. Why? I was just so you beating yourself. <laughs> I was trying to do it suddenly before you looked up. So it was going to be a case of you wouldn't realize till you're cutting this together. Like uppercutting you're... your tits. <laughs> Okay, so here's here's my notes. They all love their runway debuts. Spanky gets a mosh. Molly and Hannah feel that they're in the bottom. Hannah gets a mosh. Reminds us all that this is her first lip sync and then Molly gets a mosh. That's all my notes. She, she calls herself a park and barker. Yes. So a park and barker is someone who stands and <laughs> barks. No, who stands and performs, who's not a dancing queen. I'm... No, I'm not a park and barker. I'm a Mariah. I walk in point. Mariah. Yeah, I walk in points. It's like a do to do do to do 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 to do do to do do do. Arm movements. Walk slowly. Arm movements. Do this one. Very feminine. Very. I think. It was justified for Hannah and Molly to think they were going to be the bottom. Yeah. Because Queen Queen one hundred percent. Everyone knew Queen was winning this episode. Um, See, Spanky got, enough. got the good critique, but again, like, I don't think her look was cohesive enough on the runway to warrant her being safe. But well, we are down to four, like, there's only four to choose from, so what are you going to do? But that's the thing, is, like, Spanky's look wasn't bad enough to put her in the bottom, though, out of the four of them. So I think if Spank like, the only reason Queen wouldn't have won is if Spanky's outfit choices were better. Like if Spanky's outfit choices were better, she probably would have won, giving her a fourth win. Um, but I think Queen's overall makeover was better. Like Queen's, actually, Queen's overall makeover was the best. Everywhere gets mosh, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, then we go back to the judges. They basically say Queen did awesome. Molly fell short. Um, there was no loving touch in Molly's creating of, what are you laughing at? Molly fell short because she's a hobbit. Hobbit queen. She, there was no loving touch in the drag, I guess, putting um, Keelan into drag. No. And there was just like, obviously, it, by the end of it, she was like, fuck you. This is all about me. And I have to make myself do myself. Spanky did okay. Her makeup was really nice. And they said that Hannah looked, looked gorge, um, but her baby, not so much. So then Rue brings back the queens and she's made some, some heartbreak decisions. in the city. There was definitely some heartbreak in the city this week. Um, Spanky's announced a safe. It's repulsed. Like, I don't know what you put in, stuffed in that crust, but the judges are eating it up. And then Reese looks disgusted. <laughs> I loved it. Um, Queen is announced as our winner, which means Molly Rightfully and so. Hannah. Yes. Molly, Mon, Mon, uh, Roseanne Wise <laughs> and Hannah are lip syncing for their lives. The song is Steps. 
<sighs> featuring Michelle Visage, Heartbreak in This City. And I have a note. You know me. Just a? Yep, just one note. You know me. You know I love steps. You know I love all you your did, you, did, you did call them a group, not a band. They are a pop group. They're not a band. They're not playing any instruments. I mean voices, but not. Um, only recently. I would, Before I would that, like, they were always hey, lip syncing everything. Can we just, just really quickly, how good does H still look? H or Both Lee? the boys have aged really well. In fact, they've all aged no, but the Yeah, but the, the dark-haired one, H. That's Lee. He looks... I thought H was the dark-haired one. No, H is, is the Lee? blonde one. Oh, H is the, uh, the H is the homo. H for homo. H for um, homo. Uh, Lee is Lee so Lashford Evans. Yeah. Oh, but how mm. like still to this day he still looks and you look at him and you just go oh oh yes yes sit on that <laughs> can heartbreak this city oof so here's my note we're performing steps featuring michelle for such heart heartbreak in this city now my note is producers let's give roseanne wise one more chance to fuck something up that Sean loves. Swallow. <laughs> that's exactly what they were thinking. 100%. I mean, when this song started playing, I was like, oh, okay, interesting choice. And then when and then they Michelle Michelle, started lip syncing herself. When Michelle, well, when Michelle was singing the song alongside, I'm like, okay, we get it, Michelle, it's your song. I felt like, as far as lip syncs go, these two queens doing this lip sync, it was boring AF. And for me, if it wasn't for <sighs> Hannah's dress bringing the drama, there See... wasn't much happening. This is the thing that disappoints me with Drag Race, is the fact that as you are a Drag Race viewer, you guys are expected to see your stunts and your tricks, and when there's oh, none no. of that, it's... I don't like the stunts. But you deemed this as a boring lip sync, yeah. when unfortunately they were, like... Hannah was emoting, like I got the emotion from her. Like this is a hard song. That's why I'm saying like this is a hard song to do as queens that don't have tricks off the wheelhouse. Um, because all you can do is just walk and like you can't really do much dancing to it. Because I mean, yeah, look, this lip sync was I enjoyed this lip sync for what it was. I again I would have enjoyed seeing two other queens go at it with this song. Um I mean, since you mentioned it, I really would have loved now, in hindsight, um, Shakespeare's sister, stay with me. Oh, 100%. Anyway, so lip sync happens. Um, obviously, oh, no. we're disappointed. Natalie and Brulia torn. They should have done Natalie and Brulia torn. I mean, you know I like Natalie, so anything by Natalie and I'm here for it. How can I jump on? Mm. I'm all out of faith. Better yeah, than 100%. that. Big mistake, Natalie and Brulia. Ah, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you've forgotten how it started. Close your eyes, 
Think of all the bubbles of the love we've made and you're down on your knees. It's too late. Oh, don't come crawl. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yes. So producers, we're both pretty much free when you're filming this next year. So if you need some advisors on on what you're doing wrong, we'll be happy to tell you. You, because I'll be on the show. Lip sync happens. All that goes down. And then very quickly, once again, Rue's quick with decisions this year. Hannah, Conda, Shantae. Because the lip, because the, no, it's only because the lip syncs are so clearly, there's a winner. None of the lip syncs so far on our season have been a, oh, oh, I don't know which way this is going to go. It's quite clearly a, this queen has obviously won this lip sync. You're a winner, baby. So Hannah, Conda, Shantae, you stay. Molly, pop in, sashay the fuck away. Sean is ecstatic. Sean is excited. So the girls go, no, Molly sashays away and she says, oh, no. Oh, well, hoo-hoo. Bye. Are you okay? (laughs) The way that you just went, the girls went, no. (laughs) Made me think of that video of the girl singing the and I, uh, fuck no. Righto. Okay, so Molly says, oh no, oh well, Ruhu. Uh, and then next week, Ruhu. Ruhu. Next week. Not Ruhu. It says who Ruhu here. I just said it right. And he said, Rue. The wine has really kicked in. Uh, Summer blowout. (laughs) Enough frozen. Now let it go. That has been this episode of The Wine. (laughs) You can follow us at (laughs) thewindup.com. You can follow her. Correct. I can never get my thumb right. You can follow her at, at microphone. With an F, not a BH. And you can follow me at Sean Philip Official. And we will see you next week when we find you out who gets the crown. I'm John. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race down that up. I was just going to say, like, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Oh, I don't. Um, <laughs> we. No, it's been fun. We've had fun, so they will have fun. It's been fun. Cheers to the wind-up. Cheers.